Um, I'm Victor and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, golly gee, I liked it better when there were only four of you and you were screen sharing. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm great, grateful for the opportunity uh, to do this. Um, the reason that I'm so nervous is I have shared at OA before and I've shared in other fellowships, but in a way, this is the first time that I've been as mentally stable, psychologically stable as I am now. And um, I, in the past, my, my shares have been more performative or more, um, yeah, presentational, like putting on a happy face or presenting, um, you know, sort of like, oh, I know how to do it and this is how I'm doing it and it's all going great, even though there's some difficulties over here. And so um, in conversation with my sponsor, you know, I don't really wanna live my life that way anymore. And he also affirmed that that wasn't such a great approach to being in the world and really not uh, being uh, in uh, doing this role. So. So um, what I'd like to do is just uh, to do just an introduction about my addiction history a little bit um, and uh, how I became an addict, um, how I became infatuated and obsessed with food, talk about my tools that I use, tell, some, tell my relapse story and end with some gratitude. So that's why I need my time monitored because there's a lot to cover. And um, I have um, a lot of notes here, but um, I'm gonna try and speed through because I realized this morning at like four in the morning that, oh, this is, you wanna hear about my relapse story. You don't wanna hear my, my recovery story with food. So uh, I'll do my best. So um, when I talk to folks and I'm in a pretty good lighthearted mood, I just describe myself as a, an all around dirt, down and dirty junkie which is really what I am, even though I've never, fortunately, I don't think I would still be alive. I've never had to um, recover from substance abuse in the traditional sense of the word, uh, uh, meaning alcohols and drugs. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. However, what I am is I am a pleasure seeker and a soother, a self-soother. And regrettably, and because of my um, upbringing and because I have one of my character defects is laziness and um, also because, yeah, I don't know what else. Um, I tend to choose things that are self-harming. You know, they're high on the pleasure scale, but they're really short term in terms of the positive, um, uh, positive outcomes. So, um, I started in 12, I first became a, affiliated with 12 Steps when I was in hospital. I uh, self, I've been in uh, the mental psychiatric wards four times in my adult life. And in 1993, I, they had a CODA meeting, Codependence Anonymous. And I went to that um, and, um, you know, and for many years in 12 Steps, for many, many years, I viewed the programs that I was in more as support group uh, than as like, uh, like actionable around my particular illness that brought me to that place, that particular room. So anyway, uh, eventually that meeting became inconvenient and I 
stopped going to it. And then a few years later in 95, I discovered a book about sex, uh, sex addiction. And that really, really is a, a core one that I have. And I still identify from that and I'm still in recovery around that. Although now I'm mostly going to OA meetings. Every once in a while I go to an, uh, a sex-related recovery. So in 1996, a year later, I, I observed that my behaviors around food were very uh, compulsive, like buying a loaf of bread and toasting it, toasting it, toasting it, toasting it, buttering it, buttering it, buttering it, toasting it, buttering it. You know, I'd eat a, a loaf of bread or a half a loaf of bread. Like I come from back east, they sell these half loaves of, of, of Jewish rye. And, uh, you know, I could kill it, you know what I mean? Um, or eating really fast, you know? That's right. So cheapers, I better fly along. So anyway, thank you. So my sponsor at the time said, well, stick with the one that's killing you fastest. So at that time, the sex addiction was. So when I moved out here, um, so how it happened, you know, I grew up in a neglectful, abusive home. My, I'm one of a big family. My siblings all sort of they couldn't relate to my experience. So I grew up very feeling very alone. I was bullied in school. You know, the thing, the thing, the thing that happens to us. And I share that with a lot. And my mental illness really actually uh, declined from when I was um, like a preschooler. And um, so life was hard for me, and I sought comfort wherever I could. Um, I did get, you know, mental health care when I was a teenager, and then really I've pretty much been in therapy my entire adult life. Um, so um, I've I've known that. Um, so I've always been thin. I've always been thin until you know when men start not getting thin. Right, like in their in their um, 30s, right? They start, that's what starts happening to men. And, you know, I was working, I've always worked in food service. Stealing was a big deal that, you, you know, it's just something that you did, you know, it was there, it was, it was there, help yourself kind of like. And um, so, and then as a kid, I, there were a few little things that I did along the way that still actually agitate me that need to be resolved. And I'm looking on my fourth step and I hope that they will be. But then, so I started gaining weight. And then when I moved out here, I was 34 and um, I actually got permission. I was in school. I got permission from the school doctor to be authorized to be off the food plan because, you know, sometimes those food plans in colleges, not so good. And, but it didn't really help. So I went to OA in, in earnest at that time. Well, kind of in earnest because I also needed to re-enter the sex recovery programs again. And then eventually I found my way here and I'm not good with dates. I don't know when the dates were, but um, I can put away in any given night when I'm using, I can put away a pint of ice cream, a big bag of chips. That was kind of like my, you know, my aperitif in the evening, right? And then maybe something else too. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of other things. I won't go into it because maybe it will trigger others and I don't want to do that. 
And of course, you know, like these carbs and this sugar and this fat, it just like knocks you out, right? So I'm an anxiety person and usually I'm waiting for the transit right across the street from a Walgreens and I'm like, oh yeah, I could go in there. I'll just get something little, I'll get something little, small. And then an hour and a half later, an hour later, I'm like leaving with something big. So, um, you know, uh, I've worked with nutritionists. I've lost, I'm a hundred pounder in that I've lost 50 pounds at least twice in OA. And I would like to lose another 40 now. I've lost 40 again. So I've been in and out. So, um, and each time I've come back, it's because I was getting fat again and really unhappy about it. Um, I also want to, you know, I have difficulty with relationships and um, I, and, and I have very low self-esteem or have had, and I also have a hard time getting out of relationships. And there was a time in OA and in other, my other programs too, where I just didn't feel like I was connecting with other people, you know? And I said, like, this is actually not helpful to me. Coming here, sharing, feeling like I'm not connecting. I'm not, I'm not asking you guys to call me, but I'm not getting calls. I feel afraid to call people because calling people like someone else shared before is really hard for me. Actually, he didn't share that. It is hard for me. Um, and so I just said to my therapist, I said, this isn't helping me. Why should I keep going? And so I did leave and then I came back. <laughs> um, and now I'm back for good. And- Thanks, um, Ken. Okay, thanks a lot, Carol. So, um, so I'm sorry that I can't be more specific about like when I lost and when I got thin and when I gained and when I lost and when I got thin, when I gained. Um, but you'll just have to trust me. You know, I, when I came back this last time, I was 282 pounds, which is the highest I had ever been. Um, you know, I've reached 260 pounds and came back and lost. I've reached 250. 50 pounds, you know, 70 pounds. Um, ironically, the last time I came back was mostly because I knew that I was not the sober person that I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to get back to eating well again. And, but more importantly, I wanted to get back to being able to show up in my life and in the lives of the people around me. You know, I wanted to be the dependable person that I once was, you know? And these are the gifts that I have found in program. It's the healing of my brokenness that allows me to like create a proper priority for myself and for others so that I can get to the places where, I mean, I was gonna say get to the places where I want to be. 
I think that perhaps in the framework of this or of this group, you know, you might say the places where like higher power wants me to be. Um, I definitely have a strong willful self, you know, and I'm so grateful for the opportunities to learn here. You know, um, I actually, you know, I used to introduce myself as a compulsive eater. I was like, no, I'm not a compulsive overeater. I'm a compulsive eater because I can eat anything compulsively. Well, you know, I just decided, you know what? Just, just do, do it like the way people do it. Like, why do you have to fight with everything? You know, like, why do you have to fight with every single thing? So I now introduce myself as a compulsive overeater. I mean, I do it. I mean, I do it. I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. Why separate myself from the crowd all the time? You know, of course, it's tied to the fact that I grew up basically in a meeting, you know, eight of us and I was one and I was like the blackest of the black sheep. So I've got to like be visible somehow, even if it's to disrupt, you know, but like, I'm like over it, you know, I want to be a membership member of this fellowship, because to be honest with you, I have been on a spiritual journey my entire life. And this is the only place that has the step three, right? The God of my understanding. I don't have to come to these meetings. I'm very interested in the practices that you all have, but when I've gone to church or synagogue or, and those are mostly the places I've gone, there's sort of like this bottom line foundational agreement that we believe in X, Y, and Z. And I just, you know, I can't get with it. Like, you know what I mean? So here I can believe whatever I want and you can believe whatever you want and we can still love each other and get along and, you know, work together. And I mean, I mean, a lot of those other places do too, but it's like written into our contract. And I just think that's actually for me, that's what this whole world of spirituality, which I don't really, which is a struggle for me anyway, believe in, you know, think what you think, let's get along and help each other and love each other. And that'd be great. So that's what I come here for in addition to the healing of like, I'm a lazy dog, I steal grapes at the grocery store, I eat too many peas, you know, if somebody gives me something with sugar, you know, it might really be a problem for me. So- That's 14 you know, minutes. That's swell, thanks Carol, that's what? perfect, 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 perfect. So, you know, I, the, the tools I use, I actually wrote them down. I'm actually using more than 50% of the tools. So I get credit. Um, you know, I have a sponsor. We're great together. I do service at the, at the meeting level. Uh, I do use literature. I do some writing and I have an action plan every day. Pretty much. I send my food to my sponsor with times I'm eating and my to-do lists. And um, so my gratitudes, you know, the things I'm grateful for is that I do have much more sanity as a result of this program. You know, I love so many of these slogans. I do use prayer the way that I want to use prayer. You know, I love the third step prayer, um, you know, which is, of course, Judeo-Christian, but I still like it. Um, it says what I want it, what I believe in, you know. Uh, I am really grateful for these meetings now. 
And you know what? I really love Zoom because I am like the princess of judging. And I mean, I know I'm about to run out of time. And guess what? Like, I can barely see the story of your life in here. But in a meeting, thank you. In a meeting, like I judge your <laughs> possessions and your car and, you know, all that stuff. So I'm really down with Zoom and I'm glad that we've been able to meet on the internet. And, um, you know, I'm really glad to be working the steps and to see you all today. And maybe something I said helped you and 